What's up and welcome back everybody. It's Proficient Profanity and I'm Bubba and I've got Carter here with me, man. How you been doing? Hey man, it's it's been good. It's been good. Staying busy, man. How have you been lately? Brother, I've been feeling successful and I feel great and it's good to be back with you guys. Man, speaking of success, when you feel successful, you feel unstoppable. You know what I mean? Like you can just you can you can conquer anything whatever you set your mind to and and you hit that goal you're just you're going out there you're achieving you're feeling empowered you're feeling good it really changes your perspective on a lot of things and and that's the question that that I want to talk about and is on my mind a lot lately because we as a society and as people have gotten misconstrued as to what the definition of success is so what does success mean right. to you bubba what does it mean in particularly to you um, man, to be honest, success for me is growth, whether it be personal growth, you know, a lot of people's minds instantly go to bank account or physical items or monetary things. And for me, it really stems all the way back to something that I could even pull from high, my high school years. Uh, we had a brand new coach come in one leave that had been very successful as far as his track record. And when the new coach came in, his philosophy was, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you perform good. And so he got us uniforms. He got our last names on our back. He got us good looking cleats. And we we're from a very small town. And so realistically, being able to feel good, we just performed so much better. And it really built our camaraderie. So, uh, man, I guess I guess to really say holistically, success means to me is is growth. And you know, not everybody can can grow in leaps and bounds, but at least we can make progress. And sometimes we hit plateaus. You know, I definitely do in the gym. Sometimes I do in my life as a husband and as a father. But for me, it definitely would have to be progression. You know, I wholeheartedly agree with you in that. But I think at the same time, we need to look at success and goals in particular as independent you know just because somebody gets up and goes and buys a brand new jeep wrangler straight off the lot and paid cash for it that that definition of success is success to them and it doesn't need to be the same definition of success to you success to to one individual is completely different success for someone may be getting up off of the couch and going outside when they have a fear of being around other people or they are they're shy or they're nervous or they get up and they they get out of their uncomfortable you know they get out of their uncomfortable zone and just step out into the world it can mean getting that new promotion at work that you really wanted and that you were striving for that success it doesn't matter the the position it's just we let society dictate and other people's opinions dictate what success means to our own selves and it's a it really has created a negative connotation that needs to be changed view success to you what it means to you don't measure yourself to someone else and their level of accomplishments if someone else man if they're driving brand new cars in a big ass house you know, in, in your, you're in an apartment, listen, you're, you're still, you still are accomplishing goals. You're doing things that you want to do. And that's what it needs to be about, man. A, a lot of that right. has just been so hammered in from social media and what we see of, in other people's lives. And we just, we forget what it really means, you know? 
Right. You know, the, people just like ignore their sex life or they'll be indoors 24 seven with literally like zero exercise, fast food every day, you know, eight to 15 even hours of screen time, no contact with with friends or family or even worshiping like ridiculous celebrities and what they are saying success is. But that's what it is to that celebrity not us, you know, and then people become keyboard warriors and just arguing with strangers online while mindlessly consuming the news. And then they turn around, they're like, well, why do I feel bad all the time? Well, you don't have your form of success, whether it's a small amount of weight loss or being more active or doing something to better yourself, just just knowing yourself and looking inwards and being able to, you know, carpe diem, seize the day, you know, just just take it on. And and don't get me wrong. I have very many bad days. And some days I, I really lean on people for that. But other days I wake up and I'm ready to go get it. And you just have to take advantage of those feelings. And success is very much a habit. It is very much a habit. So getting out there doing what you got to do, I think really involves success and helps with that that progression of it, man. That's just kind of my look. And social media is really driving a lot of that. And it, there's a lot of pros and cons to it. And it's just, you know, we really have to figure out where the line has to be drawn inside of that social media, I feel for us in our, you know, everyday lives. You know, social media, uh, this is like a, I don't want to say it's a hot topic because it's really not anymore as social media as a whole is man, it's both good and bad for society at the same time. It's allowing people in a good way to reconnect with long lost friends, people that they haven't seen in, in many years or people that they have completely forgot about in their lives and able to rekindle relationships and go back and, you know, hang out with old friends or view old memories on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it may be. But at the same time, the negative side of that is, is just horrible because we it, it's really prevalent for i would say the younger generation and really everyone in general but those most acceptable are 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 younger folks and we view we see those people those internet famous celebrities that we see that have grown big on TikTok or Instagram or social media or any 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 of the platforms it doesn't really matter but we see their mm -hmm. success that they have and then we feel bad about ourselves because we don't have the money they have or have the big nice house that they have or look like they do but at the same time man we've got to realize take a step back and look and think these people people are only going to want to show you what they want to show you it's very rare that people are going to show you every single aspect of their life. Most of the time, you know, everyone wants to, in some way, form or fashion, be liked or be accepted, you know, even right. subconsciously, even if you outwardly deny that. But, you know, we're not, we as people just look at that, that really pretty girl on the internet or that really buff dude on the internet and say, man, why don't I look like him? I, I feel bad about myself because I don't look that good or, you know, I'm not that pretty or whatever, or I don't have all those things. And we just, we've got really got to draw, draw ourselves back and come back into reality and, and realize that everything is, is doctored and curated filters, man. Filters are just, nobody looks like that in real life. You know, like even right. as good as you might look, it's not the truth. And it's, it's such a shame that, and the whole topic of false information and, you know, misconstrued truths 
because people twist the narrative to whatever they want it to be and we as we as a society just blindly accept whatever it may be it doesn't matter the topic but man it's tough man social media i've never been a big proponent of it i'm not you know really that um deep into facebook or any of that i mean i'll post on there occasionally and check on stuff but it's I try to stay away from it for the most part, just because I see more negative than I see positive, man. What do you think about that? What do what do you see? Man, the biggest part of it's going to be that second word, you know, media and how it's controlled and how it's ran. And there's a lot of amazing things, you know, we're seeing people that could have never been successful without social media become successful mm-hmm. and, and do amazing things. And they're reaching out to people. They're taking care of one another. There are amazing things out there about it. And just like you said, connecting with people um, and, and, and staying in the know with how our family and friends are doing it's it's really amazing that we can stay together in those times and and connect with our friends in australia or our friends in japan wherever they may be in the world with you know us being in the united states it's so awesome to have that power at our fingers and be able to learn things i mean i've learned more from TikTok in like the past two years than i thought i ever would just and and funny too you know like closing the lid on a chick-fil-a salad thing and then pulling the the ranch through it just to make it easier you know whether it's something like that or something (laughs) more serious like how to build something or whatever but when we have young gentlemen and young ladies getting on social media and seeing women portray themselves and men portray themselves a certain way and they're like oh i have to behave like that or i'm worthless they start comparing themselves to that media and start just following like sheep into that and you've really got to have either the ability to distinguish between the right and wrong sides of it and develop your own hypothesis and and everything of what's happening in front of you versus just taking it with blind faith um i i really i i'm on the opposite side of the coin i really like social media i really think it's an amazing platform that you can do amazing things with but there definitely are a lot of dark sides to it. And, you know, being able to keep up with friends and family is my biggest proponent of it. But it, it sucks to see how how it's hitting our, our kids in the next generation and how what it's become, you know, the massive advertisement platform and, and monetary grinding out of it. I really just want to be able to use it to to learn new cultures and meet new people and learn different perspectives, man. And that's what it's about is understanding there is a perspective to everything. And that's what I love about it. It's opened my eyes over the years. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Well, I, I think we've been talking a lot on somber tone, you know, and, and not as lighthearted as we normally would. I think we need to spice it up, man. Be a little bit more lively. Let's uh, let's look at whether or not a bowl is considered a bowl if it's not round. Just a, an idea. What do you think, man? So, man, my wife and I kind of got into this one the other day, just absolutely laughing our butts off. We were looking. She told me to grab a bowl. Well, I grabbed one of our glass Tupperwares that was the perfect size, similar to a bowl, but it was a square instead of round. And she was like, well, that's not a bowl. I was like, well, I took a bowl and put contents into it, put it into there. It was the same exact size. It was just square instead of round. So... Is that still a bowl or not? Hmm. I think we would have to look at the actual Webster's definition of what is considered a bowl. I think it would just be like if it holds something, you know what I mean? Like if it's holding contents, it's considered a bowl. I don't think it necessarily needs to be round. 
because it needs to be a round container. <laughs> I mean, we can have a star-shaped container. I mean, it to me, I don't give a shit whether it's round or not. But I mean, some people are are sticklers. You know what I mean? Like, I need that. I need that bowl. Everyone, you know, what I'm talking about. Everyone has that favorite cup or that favorite bowl, whether you want to admit it or not. One hundred and ten percent. Mainly with cups. I got a favorite cup I like to drink out of. See, I have a favorite cup, but lately I feel like I have, because my wife loves these things, I feel like I have about a billion of them. I have a billion coffee cups. I have a billion Starbucks of those straw drinks that we just have tons of. And I'm like, which one's your favorite one? And then she just like wraps them all up in her arms and she's like, this one. (laughs) How many cups do I need, man? Like we seriously have like two cabinets full of just cups bro (laughs) so i'm glad i'm not the only problem because we have an entire like three shelf cabinet full of cups i'm like we use like the same five cups why do we have this many like i'm just like at some point i'm like we need to get rid of these i'm saying dude and then like a lot of them aren't really breaking because you know they're a pretty durable plastic they're pretty easy to clean so they last for quite a while i don't know why i have six hundred and seventy six thousand of just cups (laughs) <laughs> See, I don't know about you, but in my house, we have like, most of them are Yeti or Yeti knockoff cups. And they're just all in there. Okay. Or there's some of like the plastic cups, you know what I'm talking about? Like the just the right, right. plastic ones. And I'm just like, why do we have all of these? We use like the same couple ones. It's just me and my wife. So it's not like there's that many, you know, we don't have 10 kids running around the house, throwing cups out the corners, you know, and just going from there. But bro i'm saying speaking of just like random stuff we wife and i actually got into like another kind of like curiosity <laughs> we were sitting there talking and um she she wanted a hot dog so i turned around being silly and i threw some bologna at her totally sniped her right in the face i launched this across the living room got her dead in the forehead i was like gotcha <laughs> Um, but she was like, yo, I asked for a hot dog. Why did you throw this bologna at me? And I was like, what are you talking about? Bologna is just a pancake hot dog. She was like, no, it's not. I was like, um, look how bologna's made. Look how a hot dog's made. The skin's just on the outside of the ring. It's made the same exact way. Tell me I'm wrong. Bologna is totally just a pancake hot dog. I could see it. I could see that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, like, does it really matter? Like, see, that's the thing. Like, some people are are iffy about, like, food. So here's one, like, for you. I don't know if you're a stickler about this, but I grew up uh, with a a family member of mine that was a stickler about food touching on plates. She did not like her right. food to touch each other. And I, it Man, never... I Thanksgiving was a hell of a time. Dude, it, dude I'm <laughs> telling you. It, it, I never understood that mentality. I'm like, why do you care? It all ends up in the same place. See, I... that's me. That's my thought process. I just be stacking that stuff like it's money in a bank account, bro. I'm like, I want some of this. I want some of that. Who threw that goddamn Adidas? Let me get some of this. Like, like, I mean, I get it. Like, I'm not going to take my green beans and my mac and cheese and, you know, stir them up in a pot and just go to town on it. Not like that. But I mean, I'm not going to freak out if the green beans and mac and cheese touch each other. Like, that's I don't know. A a lot of people disagree, though. I don't know. Maybe maybe they like their food not touching. I don't know. For me, I'm, I'm the same way. But like I put like gravy and like corn on top of my mashed potatoes all the time. I'll do that. See, that's but that's not that weird, though. You know what I mean? That's not that you weird. You want to talk about weird? Guess what I freaking learned today, bro? 
Iceland is home to necropants. Necropants? What? Necropants. It is freaking human skin from way the heck back when that they made pants out of somebody's freaking skin and like the pecker and everything's still there. But that is the wildest thing that I have learned from TikTok lately is Iceland is home to necro pants. Supposedly there's like another set out of there or whatever, which really freaks me out. But you want to talk about some off the wall. Shit. Iceland is home to necro pants. I about died when I figured that out. I've never heard of that. And like, I, I'm Native American, whatever. I've got that in my blood. I've heard of a lot of wild things being used for, you know, using the whole animal to make sure you get the most out of it. And that's how they used it. But necrophants, bro? That is not where I thought this was conversation was going to go at, uh, at all, because I thought this was necroplants. And I was like, no. oh, you mean like the, the like the plants that eat shit or whatever, the carnivorous plants? No, I'm no, I'm sir. all sorts of f***ed up. You got me over here on like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Ed Gein type shit. Like, I, I, that's hey, quite disturbing if you want me to be honest you. with you. Would you then call them skinny jeans? <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking lame, but actually really good at the same time. Isn't it, bro? I just, I don't know. That was the first thought that came to my mind. I saw them and I was like, yo, these some skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of kind of what's happening around the world and whatnot, there's been some insane flooding in Washington. I just wanted to touch that a little bit. Uh, Washington, D.C., to be more specifically, and Vegas. I seen this hilarious video of this guy just chilling, surfing the streets of Vegas, right? All this stuff plowing around and everything in the water and he's on like this turtle floaty with all like alcohol bottles who the hell knows what's in that water i mean we all know vegas right oh and vegas water watch out for the needles is chilling i'm saying but he is chilling on a freaking turtle float in the middle of vegas just floating down the street which bad thing but talk about everybody taking the best of a shat situation and really just making the most of it dude but this man going down the road and i'm not talking about a little bit of water i'm talking about enough water to where it's like if you're like 5'11 it's like nipple shoulder height Ooh, it's that's some pretty, real water that's some real water there. that's pretty tall i mean that's pretty far I'm up totally, there man i don't know if i'd just be surfing the streets on the turtle flow, that's kind of ballsy for me, but this man was living it up, bro. <laughs> man, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff, you know? You know, you might uh, be stepping on stuff in the water or get hurt. You know, there's... Uh, but, I mean, there's, it, it's better to look on the bright side of things rather than the negative side of things. You know, that's... I think it's just one of them things where let's make the most that we can. I mean, it's a terrible situation, but let's twist it and <laughs> let's make it a good situation instead of focusing on the negative. And it, it should be like that. You know what I mean? Cause if all we focus on is the negative, then we're just going to become negative people. Dude, I got something to tell you about involving that man. So this past uh, weekend, I was out at um, my family and friends house and stuff. And we're all swimming in the pool, right? And we worked, I mean, weeks getting this pool. It's not just one you set up on top of ground, it goes in the ground a little bit, you got to level it out, set it all up, all the sidings metal, miserable to do. But after hating it for like two weeks, I finally got the balls to go out there and go enjoy it and swim. We had some fun celebrating some birthday parties. 
So we're all having good fun doing whatever for the party. And all the kids start screaming belly flop contest. Oh, so boy. what does Bubba do? He gets right up on top of this ladder and I cover my face and I go for it. Now to give you a little bit of context, I'm about six foot tall. This water is maybe, maybe four and a half foot deep on a good day. But it's a belly flop, right? So I'm like, I'm good, whatever. I'll just cover my face and full sin this shit, baby. Like, I was ready. So I cover my face. I take my glasses and hat off. I'm ready to flop my fat flabs and smack that water with the force of God. My feet go over my head, and I needle dive face first <laughs> to the bottom of this pool, smacking, like, my nose forehead Ow. area straight into the bottom. I thought I saw God for six seconds. I hit that freaking floor so hard. But, man, did it crack my neck and feel so amazing, dude. I don't need a chiropractor. I can just dive to my face in the bottom of a pool, bro. I've been like, I'm all loose and stuff, man. I feel good. But, it hurt and i tried to like play it off you know i was like no nah, no nah, it's cool my nose was like bleeding in the middle man it was bad <laughs> yeah that, that that pain and vision of god are those seven broken vertebrae in your spine <laughs> but, i mean it actually did crack my neck it felt pretty freaking good speaking, but i mean we were just chilling drinking some beers you know speaking of family and friends i've got a little quick story for you too just over this okay. past weekend because it's funny but f- at the same time so okay my wife's sister uh they ha- uh they have a baby and he, he was turning two this weekend so uh my nephew and they had a birthday party at like an indoor kids amusement park right where they have a bunch of okay. like the inflatables and like small carnival rides like you know the merry-go-round the little mini ferris wheel so right, we're right. Uh, you know, we're being a good aunt and uncle and, and we're, we're playing with him and we're taking him up the slides and sliding down with him on the inflatables and, and, you know, taking him through little obstacle courses and he's loving and he's having a blast and we're having a blast and he's jumping around in this one little bounce house, but this bounce house is raised up off the ground by about three and a half feet. So it has these steps on the outside of it that lead into it. And that's how you walk into it. Now the steps, right, right the steps have like these grit on them. So you keep your traction. So if you have socks on, you don't just slide off the steps. Right. Well, we're sitting there and, and we're sitting there talking to his mom and having a good time. And she steps away for, for, for just a moment to, to grab something. And we're sitting here watching him and we're having a conversation and all of a sudden, like a, like a bat out of hell. I mean, he just comes flying out of there and just tumbles on the steps, bonks his noggin. And we're like catching him like mid fall. And we're just like, (laughs) We're like, holy shit. I mean, but I mean, like he cuts like a front flip on the stairs, like as we're both catching him, like I'm grabbing his legs. So my wife is like grabbing his torso and he's, he's like still in motion, just fumbling. And, and, and I'm just like, and we're like, we're like, are you okay? I'm sitting and my wife is sitting there holding him and everything. And, and, um, Little man came in like a wrecking ball, bro. bro. He came out of that thing like (laughs) like he was just about to ready to walk on water, and of course he cries for a second. But his his mom raises him to be a real tough cookie and everything, and she's sitting there and she's like she's like you're fine, you're fine. And within like thirty seconds, he's cool and chill and everything. But I was just like, holy, like he just came out of there like like lightning. Like I was like we're like we're we're sitting here like we got eyes, but like he just came out so fast, just did not give a about the steps and was just gone. We're just like oh. It was like one of those things where like, you know, I'm talking about like you, you've got kids, you've got a kid. And as, as things get older, uh, you know, 
and I'm sure you've been around nieces and nephews and other family members. You know how like we we call those like yay moments, you know, when like they do something and you know it hurts a little bit, but it's not that bad. So everybody just like looks up and we're like, yay, we just start clapping and you know, and you're like, you're good, right? And then they smile and they're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. We call them yay moments. (laughs) Yeah, like like you you don't want to focus on like the negative or the pain because you like it's not that big of a deal, you know what I mean? Let's not overinflate it and make it a bigger deal than it needs make to be. Make a mountain out of a molehill, right? It stops that kind of knee-jerk reaction. Exactly. kind of gives them that level-headed thought process. Exactly. But we're just like, I was just like, and my wife My wife was like, how could that happen? We were watching him. I'm like, I'm like, honey, you saw how fast he came out of there. I mean, like he was like she a came speeding out of left bullet. Field, bro. Like you like, we're standing to be there ready. No, I'm telling we were standing like right there beside the entrance, like literally six inches from the stairs. And this, he's just gone. I'm just like, holy cow. Like we were just not expecting that. You know what I mean? Like it's always like kids always get hurt when you least expect it. And I'm just like, right, right. I, I just know me like, I don't know if I ever become a parent, I feel like I would probably be the more overprotective one because the whole time, like after he like tumbled out of there, like the whole time, the rest of the time he's getting off of rides. I'm like, I got my hands like right on him. I'm like, no, no, it's not going to happen again. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. but Dude, I'm like, that's so me. And I totally thought that wasn't going to be me. I was like, I'm going to be the chill parent, whatever. But dude, I'm like, preemptive on everything i'm trying to find ways and i I do it subconsciously bro i'm just like trying to find ways because like let's be honest we all did some wild kids you know like it just comes out of nowhere like you remember those cigarette lighters back in the day that were in cars you pushed them in they turned like red hot we never knew what they were but they popped out once they got hot Mm-hmm. I remember those dude I cannot tell you how many times I like accidentally burnt stuff like hitting that messing around on the yep. car and stuff and pop out and like there was even this one time like I pulled it out and I was like "Ooh, pretty red here comes my dumb ass I'm gonna touch it you know <laughs> like Gabriel Iglesias you know what I'm saying I'm gonna touch it I touched that sucker and bro it lit me up like a bonfire in the south man I was jacked up for a week but I tell you what I never did that shit again. Absolutely. Hey, listen, you learn and you learn quick. I think Sometimes that's the, you just got to learn the hard way. I'm stubborn, bro. I've been that way my whole life. I don't know. I think that's like a, you know, that it goes back to like friends and family. And like, I think as we're like, was really raised in like the, in, in the South, man, we have a, we put an extra emphasis, I think on friends and family and really right. trying to build a good environment both professionally and personally in life is surrounding mm-hmm. yourself with good friends and and well you don't get to pick your family but hopefully surrounding yourself with good family members you know and surrounding yourself with a good work environment and just the value of that and the value that leads to be becoming and maturing yourself as a person you know it, we, we place a lot of emphasis on outward uh experiences in life you know Right, right. And sometimes we can get caught up in that outward stuff. But there's so much there's so many things that you can learn from other people. But sometimes you got to take a moment and look in a bit. You know, I mean, there, it's very easy to, to, to start looking for other vices and other things to make you feel better. And it's not always something as like serious as drugs. Like for me, I had a point where I was always going to the gym to the point it was making me sick and stuff. And I had to look inward for my confidence and whatnot. And 
just like we do with our kids with those yay moments. There's so many things that you can learn from yourself, just looking in and 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 really just remembering who you are as a person, what you love and enjoy. And those Sunday cookouts help with that so oh, much. Yeah. And just leaning on one another. And I love that about, you know, kind of that Southern way or whatever I was brought up. I'm sure a lot of other other families do it all over the United States. But man, if I don't love me a good cookout, dude. Absolutely, man. There, uh, down here in the South, man, a good family cookout. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a good time. You know, you got the barbecue and the hamburgers on the grill. Everybody's drinking sweet tea. You're just laughing, hanging out. You got football on. You're playing a pool, playing cards, you know, hanging out by the pool. You just, it's just, a, I'm it's saying, a good time. We even had like one of those ice cream makers. It was like the old school one though. You didn't plug that sucker in. It had a handle on the side of that mug. And like you, you put all the stuff to make the ice cream in the middle of this like silver tin. Then you put the ice around it as you set it in there. Rock salt on the ice. You keep adding ice, but you got to crank that sucker and it gets harder and, and harder. harder. Yeah, and I remember harder, those. man. And we used to all like have the kids and stuff out at like Lake Texoma. It was is down in Texas at Texoma, Texas, Oklahoma. That's how they got the name of the lake. Wow. They really thought that out. But anyways, we'd be sitting there turning. And I just remember being like, Mamma, I can't do this no more. So my mamma would have to come over and start cranking it. <laughs> you know, it was a great time. Speaking of ice cream, you were telling me that Miller Light was making like an ice cream flavor or something. What what what's that about? Bro, so last year Miller Light kind of like jumped on the food brands kind of sector of products you know and they made like weird scented candles and stuff like that you know like ikea made a meatball candle right Mm. um yeah shake shack made a burger in the park candle and mcdonald's made a six candle quarter pounder set okay and miller light has now created a candle that fills your home with the smell of a dive bar and made ice cream that tastes like it. Like Miller, like ice cream that tastes like Miller Lite? No, like a dive bar. Oh, Not like Miller Lite, like a dive bar. That's why, that's why I kind of started off with the candles. It straight up tastes like a dive bar. They're called ice cream dive bars. No kidding. Huh. Wow. And I don't don't get me wrong. Like I, I like going out, you know, having a few drinks, having fun, but I'm never sitting at home like, you know what tastes really good right now? One of them dirty old dive bars. No, see I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm not a big drinker anymore, mainly because I did too much drinking when I was younger than college days, you know. Um I just hate getting dehydrated, man. There ain't enough Pedialyte in the world when I get friggin' dehydrated to get a hangover. Like, yeah, bro, I be slurping that stuff like it's candy. But, dude, Miller Lite, that was actually one of the beers that I really liked drinking. I was a big, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, everybody has those one beer that they really like. Miller Lite was the one that I really, really enjoyed. Um, Mine used to be Coors Lot, but, like, I don't know, man. There was one time I just grabbed one. I literally drank, like, half the beer, and it just made me sick to my stomach. And then I looked over, and Miller High Life was, like, the cheapest thing on the shelf. And it tasted pretty decent, so I was like, here I am. However, I was out in Arizona for a little while for college, and um, I found 805. And if I could get that freaking beer up north, I would freak out, man. But there's still some, like, wild ones out there, like Kraft Mac and Cheese. They made an ice cream, 
that tastes like mac and cheese Ugh. and all i could just picture is like that powder bro like no way am i eating that powder in ice cream bro like french's even made like ketchup ice pops Dude, like, like, i can this... understand like the pickle pops but come on bro i just uh, I, I don't mean, know man i think they're really going out there with this i i would try the stuff i mean i'm not against trying new things you know Which, I... don't forget it does have alcohol in it still they're just like a beer in a bar they're five percent um oh, ABV, so average alcohol so they do have alcohol in them yeah that would be pretty good you know there's there's um there was another topic I wanted to add into this that we I remember. You remember last week I was telling you about, I'll save it for next week. This mm -hmm. is that topic. And I think we can kind of throw this into multiple topics. I think we can throw this under like today's world and Bubba because it would really tie to both. And it's the multi-level marketing schemes. That okay is wild man you know what i'm talking about like the makeup selling and then the the seminar type shit where it's like you pay me and i'll teach you how to make money so you can teach other people and it's just it's just a giant pyramid scheme and, mm -hmm. man and dude those those things are getting everywhere i don't know if you go on um every time i open up instagram which isn't super often but every time i go on there if i'm scrolling for more than a minute i see some bullshit about seminars or learn how to do this or learn about real estate or all this. And it's just like, this is just a marketing scheme. Like I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, bro, if you were really making the money that you say you can make, you're not going to be showing other people to dilute the market. What the fuck? Like, this doesn't make any yeah, sense that just to doesn't me. doesn't make sense off the top of my head. I feel like there's better ways to be able to get licensed and get educated and, and get into that sector. And that's what makes it so difficult. And, People are trying to find like shortcuts and whatnot to be able to get there. Dude, people That's always do process. that. About but there's every bigger process. ones than that. Like, think about that one that um, I'm trying to think of. I guess I won't mention the company's name specifically, but there's a company, right? They sell weed killer for broadleaf weeds. And the biggest target is dandelions. However, that same company that makes heart aspirin for healthy heart and vitamins and stuff like that. It is made from dandelions. So what? they're teaching you and telling you these weeds are bad and all of this stuff, but it's actually the healthiest thing that you could be taking. So they're making money on both sides of it. That's like if you go into, um, let's just say Walmart. I'll give you a, an easy example like soap, right? You see the Gain foaming soap, and then you see Dawn, the, the power soap and stuff, and it's all different hand soaps and stuff for washing dishes. There's like five different brands, but then when you flip the bottle over, it's all the same company making them. Oh, man. E&G. E&G. Those, I don't know if you've ever done any research into that, but you go in and you realize that like one company owns like 45 different companies and they have their mm -hmm. hands in multiple pockets, you know? And I'm just like, wow. these. It's like... um, They create a product that creates a need and then they create the opposite void and they make money on both sides of it. I mean, look at, look at what Disney's doing, right? You yes. can't even go to the Disney park now wearing whatever clothes you want to. You can't wear costumes unless you're under a certain age. You can't, what? which 
some of some of the clothing I can agree with. There was a lady that had a tied up top that could literally have ripped open at any point in time. And, you know, be aware of your surroundings. And I understand that. But at the same time, the kids aren't paying for the tickets. It's the parents. And absolutely. Yeah. All of us have been bought in. You know, Disney started making amazing amazing movies 40s 50s 60s i mean they've been around a long time so it's not just for the kids there is an adult factor into it and and look how dark you know like pirates of the caribbean is i would call that very much an adult attraction audience so it's kind of crazy that they have become such a uh, a monopoly in that entertainment side of the section that they can just be like, nope, you can't come in with this. And they get, they're just kind of like crapping on their money. I feel like, I don't know. What do you think? It's complicated and <laughs> above it's our kind of crazy dude. It's... But there's a with Bubba right there, man. We'll just throw that one in right there with it. Those multi-level marketing schemes dude. are crazy, dude. They're getting so big. Dude, as like, dude, corporate man, Man, those people that work in corporate, like the real high up people, man, they know so much uh, loopholes and and ways around things and just how to maximize profits. It's insane. It's ridiculous. But I think they're there's really educated. They are. You got to be really educated. I think there's one last topic that I wanted to look into. Um, male birth control. Bubba, if they're making birth control pills like women or... Yep. Um, shots on your arm like women would you take male birth control um i'm actually kind of curious to see where this one goes and the reason i really wanted to talk about this one is um you know the the birth control that is currently out there for women the hormonal imbalances are so massive you know it can cause terrible headaches it can cause you know, massive weight gain and stuff. And not even while they're they're necessarily on it. I've seen, you know, ladies that have come off of birth control after taking it for so long, you know, it has so many adverse side effects that I think this could actually help, you know, and I'm not just talking about like spermicide and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a pill, basically, at this point, I don't know if they've gotten to shots or the the arm device or anything for males yet. And I don't know a lot about it as it's just kind of being um, made and, and coming to light. But I think it could be an amazing way that if they can figure out how to properly balance testosterone levels and take care of it, I feel like it could really help with the world. And, you know, I I I have a very strong stance in allowing people to do what they want and i'm mind my business dude that's mm -hmm. me and i think that this could help alleviate a lot of stresses and stuff and and help take care of more people and man that's something i can get behind pun intended <laughs> you know i 100 agree with you cool. on this I, I would love to see more and more in the vein of this especially um for those people that don't want children, uh, I mean, obviously their vasectomies are, are an option for men, but I guess mm -hmm. less invasive procedures, you know, you know, not everyone can afford to go do that or has the insurance or doesn't, you know, or, or is medically clear to do stuff like that. The hysterectomies you know? are insanely invasive. Like yeah. those are very rough procedures, man. Like I, I just feel like this could really help kind of level that field and allow people to have healthier sex lives and, and really drive 
the the emotions up you know and just really uplift people so i'm i'm really kind of excited to see how it goes and how it turns out i just hope they put the time to do it right that way people aren't getting messed up you know like i was really nervous about the covid vaccine when it came out i know everybody was so you know being able to see them taking care of people is kind of a good side you know like i'm really excited about it absolutely absolutely so what i've gained from this is that me and you will be you'll we'll be uh in those trial runs we'll be in those beta runs in there so we'll uh you know be what women Girl, beware saying, <laughs> they're about to be like, hey you want to you want to take this pill for a month here's a a few thousand g's i Wait might have to say something you know like hey yo <laughs> slide me slide me everybody listen we could always use a little bit of extra money who don't want some more money in their pockets you know what i mean dude i'm saying and along the lines of trying new things have you ever done fantasy football this one might blow your mind knowing my background on football no i am not very well versed in football at all if you want me to be honest with you man i love me some football and my wife curls up in a blanket when it gets nice and cold outside i've got football on i'm making some chili dude it's it's a whole ritual for us and massive but i'm really excited coming up here in september i'm going to be starting um well i'm not going to be starting it myself but i'm going to be joining a group and creating my first fantasy football team and keeping up with it and dude i am so excited to like just jump into that side and, and try some new things i can't wait to see how it is so i'll let you know if i'm worth it but it's my first time so you know maybe use a little lube before you start coming at me baby <laughs> <laughs> we're going in dry listen you're dude, gonna have I'm to give saying. me so you're gonna have to definitely give me some info on that i'd like to learn a little bit just to see because i don't i don't know anything about how it works or anything but I don't. I, I did hear that you can make money off of it, so let's hope for some couple of extra stacks in Bubba's pocket. You know, shoot. If I could figure that out, man, maybe maybe we could figure something out there, dude. And another really cool new thing that I wanted to bring up to you: Have you ever heard of graphene? Isn't that the stuff? No, that's the pencil stuff and pencils. That's graphite. Gra is it Not graphene? graphite? Mm -mm, no, that's what graphite. Is that? So check this out graphene is an ultra light and i'm talking lighter than carbon fiber right ultra light and um it is this material essentially that is so strong and so light that a sheet of paper of graphene can stop a 762 bullet point blank what bro it's i, I need to thick. i need to see this and to give you an example it would weigh 1 16th of the sheet of paper itself what that's insane how freaking crazy is that technology is getting pretty freaking cool and man like i've got i've got a top of the line computer i'm a total tech head i love watching guys like linus tech tips jay's two cents you know paul's hardware stuff like that i've always really loved like cutting edge technology and what they're doing but they're creating ways to keep our boys safe and stuff and i assume that's where this is going to be going because it's tensile strength has been tested by shooting guns at it so that's yeah. kind of where i've kind of seen but could you imagine lightning armor so much that it weighs less than paper and can stop multiple rounds without fracturing like a ballistics plate? That would be pretty much a marvel. I would love to see that. We, I think we need to, we need to look into that. 
It could really really start like, and I'm such a sci-fi nerd, dude. So like, I always love talking about stuff like getting to Mars or whatever, or I always love listening what NASA's up to and what they're doing and different discoveries and, you know, just learning what's out there and how cool things can get. So like when I heard about this graphene, I was just absolutely detonated on the 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 pure science behind it which if you get a chance to look into this definitely look into it y'all graphene is a really cool material and it just shows you what we can do as people you know like we were talking about that success earlier man like we we can do so many things because everything is considered impossible until it's done right nobody can do it and then it gets done we're like no way Man, so if I can leave you guys with anything from this week's episode, go out there and find your success. Find what makes you feel like you've done it, boys. Whether it's your small steps, you know, you have to set goals and ways to get there. Anybody can set a goal, but you have to have a plan of action, a path to get there. What do you think, man? You know, as far as success is concerned, it needs to be done in a way that makes you happy because setting goals and achievements are temporary are temporary. That feeling is temporary. It is true. But at the same time, knowing that you're progressing as a person or progressing financially or relationship wise, it's worth something. So set those goals, get up, do it. Even if you don't want to, even on the worst of days, if you were able to do it, get up and do it and you will achieve something and you're bound for greatness. Yep, one foot in front of the other. Edison didn't find 10,000 ways how not to make a light bulb. He found the one way to do it. So let's go out there and get our success. Absolutely.